Uh, all right, I'm hitting record. Michelle, you gotta do. You do have to do. You should do an intro for this part, though. Like a po- like you know what I mean. Like a the post intro. Yeah, whatever that. Whatever you. Whatever you. However you conceptualize. Well, folks. <laughs> well, folks, you just saw excerpts of us, uh, or rather, listened to a few excerpts of us. No, no, no. Hold on. Cut. We we're releasing the whole episode of us recording too. No. But the context is that we just watched the movie, not that they just listened to us, because that's no. not going to be, you know what I mean? Okay, I thought this was, enough. I thought that's how it was. I thought it was the intro, us talking, and then now is after that. Is that separate? No, we're going to talk about us as, we're going to talk about the movie that we just watched. We're going to okay. pretend that there's not an audience with us at all. Mm. We're, okay. <laughs> we're, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. and enough. I'm going to edit in clips of us talking about parts that we talk about okay now i know what you're saying okay Hell yeah, that's you. sick dude folks i'm michelle perez as always i'm joined by jake my buddy Ruben. Uh, right now, Eliza Gager is at a martial arts retreat uh, learning how to throw new types of kunai. Uh, I, I usually am not at a loss for words if you've listened ah. to this podcast at all. Oh, man. Um, I'm, I'm always ready to fire from the hip. I just watched a, a more insane premise than Assassin 33 AD, whereupon there is a reality in which, uh, like, like the, the, the tilling of a, a field, but the field is time and blood and flesh and death, uh, as well as life. And, and every few weeks to possibly years, a group of children is summoned to help Martin Luther King reach true ego death and uh, kill himself, not through means of suicide, but through the advanced uh, clandestine infrastructure of the Federal Bureau of Investigation. That's right, folks. These kids keep going back in time to make Martin Luther King die by convincing himself to die. That is the premise of our uh, film tonight that we've seen. Uh, our friend Martin. I. We did it. We did it, folks. We just uh, decided to watch it. We were so. We, we couldn't, couldn't stop, stop talking about, about it. it. We couldn't yeah. stop thinking about it. Yeah. And yeah. usually. And we also didn't have anything on the docket. You always say that. Pro, pro, that, that I don't always producer, say that. Frequently, frequently, we have guests on this show. I was going to say, things. oh my, killing me right now. We're suffice to say this. I disagree with Jake's premise fully. I wanted to do something about this and went ahead and contacted Jake about coordinating this. That is a thing that happened. That said, uh, man. What a what a what a fucking movie! What a fucking movie this was. They 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 showed this in school. To take yeah, us back for a moment. I want to recap, and I might even go back and dig up the clip from the Fortnite episode. But this all started because Ruben brought this to my attention. I didn't know it was record. real. Yeah, I I never Fortnite saw this as a kid. I I was not. I went to school in Atlanta, Georgia, um, at several different schools. I. Uh, went all the way up to sixth grade with the age these kids are in a public school and never once saw this this weird ass thing although i guess to be clear no i would have been right age you know roughly right 1999 i was nine years old so this just went way under my radar i like to think because uh the people in charge of me as a kid realized it was very strange um Strange, but, strange doesn't begin to. Oh, yeah, no. God. I mean, to be clear, <coughs> strange doesn't even start to to. That's why we. That's why we 
we're that's why I, I like fucking derailed the Fortnite episode in the first place. If you go and look at this film, it's an hour long educational uh, animated movie that has just an obscene voice cast. Uh, you know, to the to the extent at which you have to believe a lot of these people were doing it uh, for not much money, if at all, you know, or scale or something like that because um, of union unionization. But this is like one of those Martin Luther King estate calls you up and asks you to do a weird <laughs> educational video about the life of MLK uh yeah are you gonna say no yeah so they get i mean the main characters are voiced it's, it'll be clear the main characters are voiced by people who are much less uh kind of well known and that that means they are recorded a lot more lines of dialogue but amongst the people that are talking in this movie you have lavar burton jaleel white ed asner angela bassett danny glover Whoopi goldberg samuel l jackson james Earl jones ashley judd richard kind yolanda king susan sarandon John Travolta, Oprah Winfrey, Frank Welker. Um, that's like all the famous people. But to be clear, that's like quite a few. <laughs> um, and Oof. it's just, it's like, it's like the 90s version of a, um, you know, like a, a, what's that song they all came together to sing? I'm terrible. Oh, we are this. the world. This is We Are the World vibes. This is big We Are the World vibes. Everyone's just showing up. They're going to record like two or three lines as a racist dad or a sexy school teacher, if you're Susan Sarandon, um, or a, a half racist bus driver, if you're Richard Kind, which is the, this is also, it's an alternate reality racist bus driver, normal yeah, reality. That's what I mean by half. That's right. That's hence the half. But good ex- good point. <laughs> no, 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 it's no, no. Theoretically racist bus driver. If we yeah. don't kill Martin Luther King Jr. Exactly. Yeah. And he drives completely normal in racism world. Yeah, he drives really well. <laughs> He's so good at driving. You get him in non-racist world. He's like, <laughs> yeah, getting mailboxes. The, the beginning of the film, he's a he's a god awful driver. It's oh, the wow. bad driving we depend on because it keeps saving kids' asses from bullies as he plows through a fucking public bench and just blows right. wood right. shrapnel over children. Right. Yeah, it's it's uh. The 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 three act structure has nothing to do with this film, which is essentially uh, Fisher Price's My First Pulp Fiction. It is a series of, of of vignettes of Martin Luther King's life, where these kids clearly stick out like sore thumbs. Uh, well, more on that later, but basically, the the premise of the film is is made immediate. There are two things that stuck stuck with me about the intro. One, uh, featuring a cast of and then superimposed over Martin Luther King Jr.'s face. Ed Asner, <laughs> I gotta say, I, w- I wouldn't have done alphabetical order here, but that's yeah. just me. Second thing, <laughs> uh, the opening bits of animation one are very stark i wouldn't be surprised if someone that was an art uh lead or a big director or producer for todd mcfarland spawn the hbo series worked on this because these kids all look like uh todd mcfarland spawn the animated series characters and it starts with this uh child uh who isn't immediately recognizable to us only in, until he is named Martin uh, by his, his young black friend uh, that, you know, he's, he's like, Oh, is that who this is about? And then a building reforms and a child walks through a door. Is yeah. it the past or is it the future? It and starts then, in media res. Yeah. Which is bizarre. This movie starts with, you don't even know like why this is supposed to be happening as you know presumably you're a child and watching this movie you have much less um narrative competency than than let's say all of us here who just mm-hmm. watched it but it's like you're thrown into this this picture of two black kids one of which is modern one of which is clearly dressed like it's the 50s or whatever and he's like no i have to go back 
sorry and the other kid's like sobbing like don't do it martin and you're like what is he what is even like what is he going back to and then martin walks through a door while a house a busted down house reassembles itself around him and then he ages up to present day martin luther king and then the real movie starts and you flash back to to the opening of the film it's a it's an absurd like way to start the film if you ask me as a if i was making a film for kids to watch about this very subject well you want you need the kid i think it's if by design it must be just a hook for kids to be like fucking history show this is some horse shit but seeing martin luther king to jump into a fucking portal right and there are kids like you can't do it now now you're hooked you're like i gotta know what's in that house so why the fuck it's made of just time energy that is a fair you know what that's a pretty fair point like you gotta it's the mystery kids. it's the entry yeah, you gotta get it's the prestige the yeah yeah I guess. fascinating they're not gonna, about, they're not gonna learn about the assassination of mlk by i themselves. guess yeah you you do have to have a little you do have i to think have what could juice. be wild you're a teacher it's it's the mlk segment it's the first time you're teaching these fucking kids they don't know mm-hmm. and you're just like hey let's start with this movie about someone that did some cool stuff <laughs> not going to tell you anything <laughs> about it this uh, isn't even about the assassination this movie is pre this movie basically presupposes that the assassination just happens they don't question it one bit they don't show you any details about it they don't yeah yeah tell we you who the guy and, who shot MLK was they're just like, significant nah, characters push a push back on that immediately yeah. if if questioned about uh causality as it re- relates to this the bigger thing uh that trumps uh this is fucking with the time loop the time stream uh, that is what Whoopi Goldberg's character says. Uh, I think two points in the film. Right. Uh, you know I just want to get. I so it's like the age quick. old, uh, you know. Well, if well, you could well, go back that well, far using Martin Luther King's watch, like. Before we get too deep into this episode, I want to. Mm-hmm. I want to let our listeners know um, uh, there is a YouTube link to this. You can find it for free, and I will have included it in the show notes. I, we highly encourage you to just watch it before uh, before you before you listen here if you if you've got an hour on hand, um, even if you want to skip through it and just see some silly parts. It's it's, it's very much it, you will you will hopefully get. What I'm uh, I am not feigning disgust or confusion at any point. I, I, I this yeah. is not a bit. No, uh, this, that this said, is, this is just a real thing. Um. So yeah. So there is there is a ceiling to the powers of the watch you're only going into martin luther king's time stream specifically uh that's right you will always show up so, right next to martin luther king actually come to think of it let's just do a little bit of martin luther king jr let's look up when he was born martin luther king jr <laughs> all right <laughs> january 15th 1929 boy am yeah. i glad that was when he was born. So these kids can go back in time. Uh, they basically in go theory, to right before World War II. You you could have went back in time right before World War II. When Martin and Luther King is a twelve year old. When Martin Luther King is a, is yeah is he's, he's he's a baby at this point. You just like negotiate. Obviously, you're probably not going to want to tra- travel in tandem if you're a multiracial group like our protagonists are. And then you're going to want to, like, go across the ocean blue to, like, warn people in Germany and, and like, say, do you, you need to kill this specific painter? Uh, <laughs> yeah, can you imagine if there was, like, a German version of this movie? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you would, yeah, you would. No, Hitler, oh, no. Stay in the present with us. Stay in the I'm present sorry, with us. I have to be... go back to the past to oh, yeah. die. It is, <laughs> only, it is the only way to prevent the spread of the Nazi regime. Oh, my God. I mean, that's, that's not that's too like far removed. That's basically what this movie's doing. I'm not kidding. Yeah. It is not too far removed from the, the message of this film. And I'm, <laughs> you have to have had Hitler for there to be no more Hitler is basically what they're yeah, saying. You had to have uh, Martin Luther King Jr. die 
uh, to have people take the message seriously is the implication. Yeah. The film never asks that question. Oh, of course not. Which is weird. They don't question the assassination. They don't question the If we assume the writer was just incredibly tone deaf and then wrote this as a legit time travel film, it could be Martin misinterprets because he doesn't understand time travel. Oh my God. (laughs) That seeing that future was because he did the work and died and he's like, I have to die then. That's what you're telling me happens, right? That's I got to do it. But he mistook that he was removed from the timeline before any of his work began. And we should, yeah, like... At the end of the movie, he's like, he does, he he literally tells the kid, he's like, don't tell me, don't tell me what happens. I just know I have to walk through this door. So he kind of doesn't know that he's walking to his own death, which is messed up. Well, no, because I mean, obviously, it, the implication is also that he he goes there and lives the entirety of his life as if he didn't know, right? Uh, but he, he also did. saw the future, and so he saw the alternate. Future he made too. a conscious decision. He made a a conscious decision to keep doing what he did, but he was doing it predicated on the knowledge that if he didn't do it, uh, this future would be the outcome. So he forced himself to his death. Uh, They don't really talk about that to him directly. What this movie implies is that when he's standing on the balcony and taking a bullet in the chest, he's thinking back to an alternate, an alternate future that he himself physically experienced. And he's like, oh, I'm sure glad this happened instead of that. So uh, Yeah, so this was what was going to have to happen. Instead, nope, nope. Now, just, now, this, oh, now this black kid... That, it also leaves a pothole because um, we, don't, we don't get any insight as to what Martin thinks in the new changed reality where time travelers force him to see a racist future and inspire him to do this work it It also (laughs) that he grows all the way up he just straight grows all the way up and then steps out onto a balcony and then gets shot so there could have been there could have been there could have been a good a great scene of dialogue of martin being on the balcony and being like i really hope the future isn't racist and he gets shot and he's like why didn't those fucking kids tell me what the hell (laughs) feeling completely betrayed these 12 year olds how could you do this he gets turner on the phone turner you samuel jackson you kill those fucking kids you see him again which it's 40 years from now turner you gotta go tell these fuckers. Yeah, because when was King shot this? Late 60s? 68. Yeah. So this was made 31 years after Martin Luther King died. Not not a terribly long time. Um, what a weird just like <laughs> what a weird convergence of things that could only happen like in night. Can you imagine this movie getting made? past 1999 uh i mean yeah too you gotta remember there is there's there's the adventures in virtue there's the uh the sort of um, revolutionary era kids show Mm. where it's a multiracial group of friends uh, around the revolutionary era so ronda revolutionary no 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 so so I mean, if it's the revolutionary era, and like there's, there were there were, I guess, free men in certain areas, and it is a there was a a limited, discrete like class of people that could be. It's it was, it's kind of one of those murky things of history where you you would assume by default that there were uh, no free people, uh, and that's not the case. Uh, right. They the slaves obviously were <laughs> much higher numbers, uh, but the 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 weird thing with the uh, chattel slavery uh, was yeah yeah that it became a moral imperative for for abolitionists or this or that but was like a major economic factor across the board. Right. Uh, it funded the whole United States. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, it wasn't like the it also wasn't like the linchpin of everything. The the, the, the linchpin for American growth was was land. Uh, mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. that's a, that's a 
that's a whole different can of worms. So <laughs> that said, um, <clears throat> yeah, going back into this film, uh, it it also shows why at some point uh, Ruben or Jake, we were talking about this afterwards. It's it's one of the sunsetted uh, animated programs. Yeah, this <laughs> after is a certain point. I, I can't imagine this gets shown in a school these days. This to this day. I mean, yeah, it's just it, it just doesn't work on many levels. It doesn't work on many levels. Uh, basically, basically, our lead, a, a young black man, is uh, constantly accosted by this this fat kid who is a bully. He's white. His belly his and belly button. They, the shirts never fit. Oh, that's He's wearing thing. an earring on one of his ears. Do you know when his shirt fits? In the in the white supremacist timeline. In the white. No, no, no. It does. You're right. No, no, no. Yeah. We he, see, he him, we see him in the. Shirt. They're at oh, the speech. Yeah. They're at MLK's speech. He and does get like, a fitting shirt that time. He gets well, a fitting shirt then, and it's the shirt of peace. Right. Then they go to the broken timeline, and now he has the same colored shirt to like fake you out of like, oh, it's my friend again, and he's fucking not. It's enemy dingus, fat bully, and he has a long sleeve shirt he's that got fits a shirt now. That fits at home. He's, and he's the, the the peace dove has disappeared from. Universe. Yeah. yeah. No. No. The the both of the the white kids are then racist by default. Uh, but we're getting ahead of ourselves. I was about to say, we're getting ahead of ourselves here. Yeah, well, we'll get there. We'll get there. So, yeah. Um, so, God, this narrative is already difficult enough to keep track of. So, yeah. Uh, basically. <laughs> like, what if, what if uh, basically Back to the Future or whatever that, what was that show uh, about jumping around in time? Actually, that was different. This is just like, what if. Now, no, yeah, you're like, thinking you know of sliders. Like that's alternate, his, that's you know alternate spent, histories. You know how they spent a very long time cracking the Back to the Future script? Like, mm-hmm. like, it was reportedly like a number of years before they were like, hey, this actually is like a good, funny script that also makes like cohesive enough sense for us. Like, this is what, it, this is what happens if they don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is what happens if you make a time travel movie on a, on a, on a deadline. Yeah. Uh, it's it's strange basically he he he's getting bullied by this kid is he he refers to his mom as constantly working so so hard to the point that she's a uh uppercase slave to her and she's like lecturing him about uh needing to study etc and he's not really a slacker he's just a normal kid Goes to class, bully, all of this bric-a-brac. He has a white friend who is Lucas Black uh, from fucking uh, Sling Blade in peak Sling Blade voice. I thought it was a white. I thought it was just some no-name white kid trying to do a Lucas Black impression. But it's just him. And he just sounds like he has a permanent concussion. Uh, Like his, his auditory delivery. It's like it's very weird anyhow uh requisite mexican girl who is very smart uh and is constantly a a source of racial friction no subtext there and susan sarandon is a a air quotes white question mark woman uh i think i think think she's white i think i think the video transfer that we watched made it a little made her look a little darker skinned than she because she looks white in the later in the later scene too and she's got red hair she's basically she's voiced by a white lady but that said susan sarandon voiced an asian woman in rick and morty so very true jake the episode pickle rick uh, <laughs> yeah, it's written by an asian woman who yeah big big uh big moment there that said uh fucking She's lecturing him. She's saying, yeah, take these studies seriously. You better not be, not think about Martin Luther King Jr. because of what film you're in. And uh, yeah, the following day, they go on a field trip to the Martin Luther uh, King Jr. Well, also, Uh, there's a beat where um, mm -hmm. Miles is like, yeah, who cares about racism, though, to his teacher? Yeah, everything's his, his cool white now. teacher's like, hey, little black boy, I think maybe you should care about racism. This is the premise for Robin DiAngelo's white fragility. <laughs> yeah. uh, that everyone unanimously agrees on and thinks is a good book. They're all <laughs> saying this. 
I mean, this is sort of an interesting artifact now because right. sure, that kind of that kind of uh, professional class tone of like trying to enforce rhetoric sort of sands the the edges off of a real problem. Right. Uh, so this this film is kind of a very early didactic uh, method of trying to have a good end, but of uh, when you muddle the aims and the, the, the rationale and you just simply show montages of speeches and the like, like. Yeah, they use, I mean, there are several moments in this film because it is an educational cartoon movie where they just cut to archival of MLK and riots. Or they, they superimpose it back and forth in a flashing manner, like they, a Ralph, ba- like a, like a Ralph Bakshi movie or something. Yeah, it's, yeah it shakes you really hard it's weird it i would think this would be very weird to show children right uh yeah so to to take us back uh the kids the 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 multi-ethnic group uh are on the field trip and speaking to a very uh groomer mary Kay letourneau uh whoopi goldberg character with bad lip sync she's the yeah she's the museum the the mlk museum curator and also time wizard question mark yeah because she keeps like leaving openings for them yes and it, it's specifically lets the children into a cutoff exhibit and places a time traveling watch in their in their direct sight line um, yeah and, and says i hope you guys have a good trip and then locks them back in the room <laughs> Is this woman a pedophile? Yeah, thanks, Mrs. Beck. <laughs> yeah, she's she's letting these children into a closed-off area to wind this old watch. Well, she has to wind this watch that's on the dresser nice in in the King House. Boy, I sure do want to point out this watch. Have a nice trip. What? Is she, what? she knows what Nothing she's doing. Like you said before, I don't know what you're she just about. shut she them back in. To, yeah. the watch on. No, she shut Love. them back in, and she winded the watch up. And crosses her arm and does like a knowing nod, sort of like puts a puts a tally mark next to the door. He puts a tally mark next to the door. (laughs) Next to six other tally marks. And she's grooming them all right, but not for pedophilia reasons. No. Uh she's grooming them to be one of many people that goes back in time and meets Martin Luther King firsthand. Yeah. To to what end? A terrifying one. (laughs) This woman is just sending children back in time willy-nilly. Um, yes directly to martin luther it's almost like she's in a time war with martin luther king or something yeah well, no. where she's she's trying to maybe prevent him from dying yeah keeps failing like maybe that's the thing is like she at the end of the movie she's like oh god damn it it happened again he chose to go back again and then she has to start the cycle over but yeah that said um let's see here i'm saying uh at this point it gets uh it gets weird, but they they they, they travel back in time, uh, black black child sling blade, and they they meet Martin Luther King Jr. as a junior. This is the deepest voice he has throughout the film at his youngest form. The older that incarnation of him will have a higher pitched voice. Well, they cast four to be yeah they cast four separate people as every time you see martin luther king it's a different <clears throat> guy voicing him because it's a different age and they couldn't mm-hmm. just get dexter king to pretend to be a child i guess i mean that's fine but it's just right. like you kind of you kind of wish they jostled the order around that said uh, there's a baseball diamond they're like playing together uh and basically a white woman uh tells them that uh, actually jed comes up and calls them the n-word or all or does all but no no yeah she says you know all of you coloreds you negroes and like basically basically like tries to shoo them using all but the n-word and is just like you're just all looking for trouble uh just get away from those coloreds etc and well suffice to say martin luther king uh is a little more animated here and it's like you're right honestly i'm tired of this racism it's killing me inside uh 
the kids lean back or touch a baseball glove or something. It's imbued with this plasmic force that sends them to the future to a train. Uh, an old man <laughs> thinks they're circus folk. Uh, but again, yeah. no, this is a segregated area. Area. We get, uh, yeah, if, we get a little Back to the Future. Yeah, and and basically this this keeps happening at, at pivot, pivotal moments. We don't have to hit all of them, but suffice to say, uh, a significant difference is after Martin Luther King stops being a child, he is an adult man voiced by LeVar Burton, who has no memory of the children. Uh, and basically... Uh, a violent event occurs and Samuel Jackson is a ringleader for a uh, countervailing uh, race riot as a response. Then, then Martin Luther King gives an impassioned speech to basically meet love or hate with love and to, you know, not not violently aggress against your aggressors uh citing mahatma gandhi and uh i mean it's interesting to learn that dude's past uh <laughs> knowing what cut. we know now they do like what is essentially you know like a crane shot in animation but they do a cut to the top of mlk's house and then it's like gandhi's just being projected on mlk's roof when gandhi is now clipping they have to show pictures of Gandhi so that you know who that what he's talking about when you're a child, I guess. Yeah. And uh, as soon as he says Gandhi, they cut to MLK's roof and just Gandhi's big. Yeah, there he is. There he is. Mahatma Gandhi drove the British out of <laughs> peacefully. And now he's stuck Don't in my roof. By doing right in the name of humanity. <laughs> now my Harry Potter roof has the Gandhi change. soul in it. Uh, for those in the classroom, uh, write down when you said, where did you see my where did you see Gandhi? His roof, his lawn, the street. Uh, but yeah, Samuel Jackson, of course, sounds very commanding post Pulp Fiction. Uh, and it's very jarring in animation seeing him try to be an animated character doing a race riot. Mm. And basically, this is where things start getting insane because. Uh, the children encounter a race riot. Right. Uh, and so, the tone. Right before they get transported back to the present. Yes. They they encounter a race riot, and they are they are not only encountering it, but are active participants in it, uh, running away, hiding, dodging and the in, fire, the dodging the fires, uh, and animated dogs flashing back and forth between archival footage of the actual events happening and the tone the kids have in their polite conversation is just like oh what's going on what's this here like the only thing missing is the old mario meme of the two walking up to a gate superimposed into anything because that's quite literally this scene but with two non-licensed character children it's like, wow, what's all this wild stuff? Oh, you're getting mauled by a dog uh, just for wanting to go to the automat or something. Like, it's, it's, it's one of the weirder examples of something Trump recently only by Fortnite MLK Jr. Uh, <laughs> event. Uh, right. It's, it's kind of it's, we're here. It's so insanely jarring because the scene they transition to next is back into the future. And they've just been like, right. wow, we learned. Escape directly from the race riot into, uh, <laughs> into the present. And they're like, all right, cool. Um, and they, you know, better go back to class. And they go to class. And they're in class and Susan Sarandon is showing archival footage uh, with actual real life people. And spliced in, who, who are those two kids? But the young black man and hee-haw miles, <laughs> and miles and randy uh shuffling about uh and people being hosed real life people imagine it you're you it's you this 
You crawled over barbed wire. So several times in the movie where I was like, wait, so the kids were back there in the footage? Wait, what? And then as soon as I said that, the children in the movie also said, wait, was that you kids back there in the footage? And that's when the whole country realized. Also, like, no one in the class was like, wait, you guys are right there. Hey, what the fuck? What the fuck? You were in a fucking Quaker's jersey in Miles, are you a time traveler? Who do they think they are? Me? Wait a minute. Isn't that. Yeah, look, look! I called it! I Oh my god! I'm a genius. And that looks just like Randy next to him. Granted, he shares my suave good looks. And the kids start lying through their fucking teeth. They're like, yeah. wow, they're dressed like you too. It's really weird. And they're bearing the lead of, oh, wait, this is a terrible moment in our history. It's the most time travel of the movie gets. Like, it's very the, silly. The, the time travel erases so much of the, the, the actual history that it becomes a problem in the I mean, story and the, the conflict of the film. Just the premise of watching footage of the race riots in your class and then being like, is that Randy back there? <laughs> why is Randy why is Randy animated when else around him is live action? And they 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 show the reflection in the the uh glasses of a young white man uh just to like drive home that no no like this is this is actually happening. This is uh what's going on and at that point, yeah, it it uh, it it becomes a snake eating its own tail, as many time travel stories uh, become. Uh, I think knowing what they know, uh, it, it comes up that Martin Luther King is going to be assassinated. So the kids get the plan to pull Martin Luther King Jr. out of the timeline. That's right, and. That's the end of the presentation they're watching. They decide we have to go back. We can't let this happen to our friend Martin. Ding, ding, ding. And, and they get followed by the bully and the Mexican girl. Yeah. The Mexican girl is basically wanting to ruin racial unity. Uh, the fat kid, <laughs> the fat kid is not implied by the film to be gay but is going out of his way to constantly wear midriff shirts and complain about them. And each subsequent time his midriff shirt gets torn up and his nipples are exposed and it's awful. Also has an ear piercing. Also has an ear piercing. Uh, single loop uh, left ear. Single yeah. loop left ear, big folks. 90s, big 90s vibes. Uh, that said, uh, at that point, it's the coherence of the movie changes sharply because all right we pulled you out you're going to be safe with us in this non-racist future but oh wait the kids forget that if he isn't alive and lives his life to that point uh no matter what by default him being change he will have created a bubble universe whereupon uh martin luther king is not just gone from that specific discrete moment in time but never comes back until delivered back that's right so they 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 return to the future with a young mlk and everything is terrible this is a society where racism exists still yeah such such wretched things occur as it's uh, unimaginable the kid's mom is now poor Um, his mom is not obviously was not yeah she she was affluent she owned electronics uh these yeah. are the only class signifiers in this uh, view right. of a race, racist right. future. He doesn't have a uh, computer or video games anymore. doesn't have a computer or video games or a bunch of consumer goods. His walls aren't lined with stuff. her own job. That's important. Yeah. She started Mother's, her own business. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the mother, like a maid the mother is a maid. World. She's just a maid. She can't get a better work. They get kicked All out women of color are just maids. You're just a maid. 100 yeah, percent Oh yeah, that's right. The other, they find the Mexican girl. The Mexican girl's mom is cleaning the hallways with her, and, and the Mexican girl English didn't now. learn English in the racist future. And Wonder what that's about. Importing and, maids. And she's ten years old and employed. So in the racist future, child labor laws never got revoked either. Yeah, uh, and and the the Ed Asner teacher is basically his character from Boondocks. Yes, and Ed hates Asner from the women. Shows up. <laughs> 
calls and, a calls a teacher calls Susan Sarandon a useless lady because earlier you as you'll as she said in the class the Mexican girl uh, uh cited Cesar Chavez uh yeah Gloria yeah. Steinem they say uh, okay, yes so MLK paved the way for people like Cesar Chavez and Gloria Steinem yeah and and you know if he didn't pave the way then no one would have taken discrete action that's right or collective action uh it, this is a this is a gormless world where uh no one is lionized and that it's nobody all learned, one man nobody learns to take um uh nonviolent action and yeah. so we all fail to revoke racism although although honestly what's weird is also uh not reacting violently or solely being passive to a regressive uh autocratic uh definitively ultranationalist right wing uh, as this future would be or or just as equal just as equally possible a liberal version of this uh fucking <laughs> that 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 sort of nonviolence it exists on the same spectrum so Right. You know, is nonviolence exclusively uh, the 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 best way for? We'll we'll never fucking know in racism future. Imagine so, yeah. a, a world with racism in it, folks. <laughs> folks, it's a world where racism still happens, and MLK looks around. Twelve-year-old MLK looks around and is like, "Oh no! Oh fuck me! No! What have I done? What, what did what you do? I, what did you do? What have I done?" Yeah, like and young young they James try to go Corden. Back to the house. They try to go back to the MLK Museum. It's it's decrepit. It's destroyed. It doesn't, it doesn't exist anymore. It's broken down. And that's where they. That, and then we're back at the start of the movie, which is where the movie opens. You got the two kids, MLK, and then and the modern kid, and they're mm -hmm. sitting on the stoop, and they're like, "What are we gonna do?" And MLK is like, <clears throat> "MLK is like, wait. So if you brought me here, then that means I didn't get to go on to change the world so that you could be friends with that white." kid and that mexican girl like i saw earlier in the movie and the black kid's like yeah i guess so and he's like well i guess i have to go back and then the kid's like but wait yo and martin luther king goes no don't tell me and he just turns and walks into the the doorway of the decrepit broken house which is not a real doorway and the whole house reforms around him in a in a revert time reversal bubble and and he ages up immediately into the 34 year old martin luther king or however old he was and he steps out a door he steps out of the door that he walked through in the time it gets and the blasted cut, the cut is just like a silhouette far shot wide shot of the balcony upon which he gets killed and then cut to black gunshot it's so like quite literally insinuating that he steps from a 12 year old boy all the way up into his 34-year-old death in one instance. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Whoa! No! <laughs> he literally steps out of the door and gets shot. In order, what? Well, incredibly fucked up. So there isn't a time. There, there is not a time jump. So in order for the world to reform, shows him perk, aging up. It just shows him. Going like literally morphing into old MLK and then stepping out and then getting killed. Yeah, it's it's, it's like a it's like a, it's a science fiction horror story. It 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 because it or for the world to reform perfectly around uh, Miles like he fucking right. This he, is all to reset the world back into the regularity that we that would be on. instantaneous. Then it's it it's really weird, but. It kind of joshes with it being a one-to-one -one representation of like, okay, well, he did that. Now my world isn't racist anymore. That's right. Or after that gunshot. That's right. Uh, and, and it so, was it was so, a sacrifice. So we go back, yeah, and it's 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 just framed as if like, <laughs> you know, at no point is Miles like, how can we how can we fix this? How can mm -hmm. we save both of you? Never asked his teacher about it. It's it's this very interesting implication where you just have the feeling that this movie was 100% made to get you to stop thinking about MLK and shut the fuck up. I mean, Whoopi Goldberg's character is questioned by Miles, like, but like we could go back, like, 
we could we could like we could keep him here uh as an adult uh past that like point time agent she's a time agent that has to ensure the assassination of mlk but likes to fuck around that's what i'm that's what i think it's like one of those it's like one of those situations where it's like one of those people that sets themselves up to be like a race apostate or like a gender apostate or something where it's like no i'm much different than these other people and like white supremacy can't be the animating part of me being here because as you can clearly see i am not white but it's like as a concept the idea of white supremacy includes collusion from non-whites in order or collusion or coercion by uh non-whites in order to keep said system moving it's passive it's 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 a big it's a big thing uh beyond your comprehension is a body of of not only beliefs but like non-beliefs like passive actions uh baked india or baked into uh the schema of society well that's the only things you see and then those are the only outcomes that will happen uh which i mean it's there's there's a lot of talk back and forth on that what is that like a sort of method of social contagion? Because there's a lot of bunk about social contagion or blah, 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 back and forth. I can't answer those things to you definitively because I'm not a fucking anthropologist or a, or a social scientist. Uh, I could say from gut feeling that like, yeah, uh, uh, always beware of someone that's telling you to constantly lower your expectations. Yeah. Uh, because for the most part, like... <laughs> Uh, or or that your expectations are 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 in in well inherently wrong just because like maybe uh it it brushes against the mainstream narrative. There there's a danger. There's a danger to like kind of having a conspiratorial bent or or the the animating force in your ideological ends being uh overemphasized on violence sure but uh, to simply question uh who stands to gain and who doesn't like uh we're we're kind of living through it now uh yeah and- it's i mean the thing that you know, most prevalent about this. This is this movie's been twenty one years ago. It's 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 just it's both completely irrelevant to today and also nothing's really changed from from nineteen ninety nine and now in, uh, a, in a macro sense, I suppose. Or um, or in some, I will I will say there 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 has been substantive change of on some social and cultural level. Uh, in terms of class alignment and also uh, outcomes, that there's there's there there seems to be little in the way of argument, uh, or there there seems to be little little in the way of like substantively saying, uh, this is like the the, the best time it is alive to be. Uh, this minority or that minority. This is the best time to be uh, black definitively. Like, okay, uh, on on some cultural level, on some uh, maybe access to work level, of, that's where it gets muddled. It's uh, has American society changed enough? Uh, uh, can't really definitively say. Right. Uh, there are some good things, but there are a great deal of bad things still at play. There's a lot of resentments. Uh, I think also people always boil it down to white versus black. No, uh, all different types of uh, races across the board have mm. weird erroneous beefs with one another mm. uh, that persist to this day. Uh, there's there's it goes across ideological lines, rhetorical lines. There's, there's, uh, there's, there's people like constantly harping on uh, solidarity with the uh, Arab cultures, or, or let's say, uh, particularly, how could you be LGBTQ 
and support uh, Palestine uh, when when you know how regressively uh, they think about you or whatever. And it's like mm-hmm. if you're if you're if your idea of solidarity and not wanting genocide uh, hinges on uh, one one thing where it's like, okay, yes, there there's a lot of that right wing and very violent sentiment. And there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of regressive things in this place or that place, but that shouldn't be, uh, your, your, your concept of someone deserving humanity and not deserving to be a victim of genocide is contingent on self-interest. Uh, you know, I, I don't give a fuck, uh, is the short answer. (laughs) And it seems like, it seems like, I get why it's easy to make didactic media like this uh, to, to simplify an issue because to, to stare at it clear eyed, it's insane. Uh, uh, How difference, how identity, how, uh, who gets to have a better lot in life. Uh, We we don't have our hands on that wheel and a great deal of, people trying to move you one way or the other try to say no your hands have always been on the wheel or i'm tired of your hands being on the wheel quite honestly uh, we're are, are we ever going to get our hands on the wheel it's a fucking game of calvin ball right uh but yeah this this film this film was too funny to to fall into that actual <laughs> substantive part of the discussion like Watching it now, like, could you imagine watching this as a kid and what outcome you're supposed to get? Like, Ruben, when you watch this movie as a kid, like, what was your yeah, takeaway? That's what I want to talk about to end the show is like, um, what, how, like, because you brought us into this, Ruben, you were the one that brought it up and like kind of introduced us to this. Like, how did this make an impact on you as a kid? Did you already know about these things in uh, where you grew up? So technically, yeah, we were taught really well on those things. Uh, I went to a school that was brand new and it was run by like a teacher union. They were super into teaching. Um, uh, again, my teacher, Miss Matobi, she was really cool. Um, but damn, I couldn't at this point remember what the impact of that was over 20 years ago. Um, I know that it was tight because it meant <laughs> ML King month was uh, sick ass movie plays movie and we time, really baby. don't do shit all day. Yeah. Well, yeah, like you definitely like you definitely remembered it enough to bring it up in the last episode. Um, oh, yeah, because it was like an annual just, event. It's Black History Month. Same plot to us. Black History Month starts. We have several really cool black teachers and they were like, yo, we're not doing shit this month. Hell yeah. We're yeah, learning yeah. about black people. Yeah dropped everything else and they had a huge initiative um Mm -hmm. i can't remember my second teacher i remember miss armstrong uh was the black lady teacher she was very cool and there was this cool motherfucker i can't remember his goddamn name but he would he would come to school in full african like ceremonial garbs and be like here's my picture of me with beyonce and shit and i'm like where the fuck what what organization are you meeting these people at and he would just talk about cool shit that he did mm. um, for like community fundraising and, and like culture centers. Dr. Louis Baraka. <laughs> I can't his fucking name. No, I can't no. remember anything else. I remember those two teachers because uh, that Miss Patovia and Armstrong were tight. Um, in terms of impact, though, I, that's a number. That's that's a number of neurons that are completely dead. <laughs> you didn't walk out of your classroom being like, "Wow, I sure am glad they shot that guy." <laughs> you know what the one impact was who shot that guy <laughs> they don't yeah, even film. say they don't even try to blame it on it like you know the guy who got charged with it or anything they don't mention they don't mention none of it none I'm of it i'm so sure though i have a phantom memory that there is a different cut that it shows a different assassination uh, maybe it was a different cartoon if we've done this before but I remember it not happening on the balcony like that. I remember him being in the living room. I remember all the four kids being out in the t- outside of the time vortex, being like, "We fucked this up," and then, <laughs> and then like what? a shadowed figure in a window firing. But I've been trying to look and I can't find. I want to figure out what snap. that's from now. Yeah, 
I wonder if there's another cartoon depiction of Martin Luther King getting assassinated. <laughs> I mean, uh, I Jake, Jake. <laughs> I'm just saying it's America, baby. Then uh, I. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh my god. It's <sighs> no yeah, no, it's 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 a this is such a weird one. And, and honestly, thanks for for uh indulging us this week. Um yeah, this is we kind of had to get this one out of our system, even though it's uh folks, I maybe not it, the funniest thing, it's the weirdest. No, no, I, fucking it, weird. it is genuinely funny in that. <laughs> This is a dim view. Yeah. You can you can quite literally do the premise of this film with this film. You can look into the future. Uh, right, that's the thing. Is like from this film. This film doesn't project anything that's terribly what? bleak in comparison to the the you, problems of today. If you look at it now, um, is this is this substantively different than any messaging we receive today? Uh, whether it be with large multinational brands, uh, whether it be across uh, a range of subject matter that uh, re- deals with the uh, sort of reparative social uh, functions and aims towards like a better future. Uh, does it like, do people sand off uh, the entirety of what happened uh, to be uh, palatable, but also not directly ch- meaningfully challenge uh, its its own audience when the aim is is uh, purely didactic. Uh, I mean, that that's the thing. This is this is funny in the in the context for me that uh, this 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 sort of thing exists everywhere. Um, and to be to be fair, it isn't all bad. As much as people uh, do become Steven Universe, ISIS, or whatever, I do think the the aim of a, a show having a trans lead and being like, "You aren't little freaks that deserve to be lynched or constantly uh, memed the forty two percent suicide attempt number," uh, you're you're okay. You're, you're little little guys or little fucking genderless beings, blah blah blah. <laughs> like that's that's a genuinely okay social good. Uh, I, I I don't think it should be the only place it comes from, uh, and the aim is okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now like it's mainly corporatized. Mm-hmm. This 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 seemed to be from a, a further back era where it was kind of came from like 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 was this produced by the the king estate this was produced by um deke entertainment and a company called intellectual properties worldwide this isn't there's no mention on wikipedia of this being produced by the king estate it was distributed by 20th century um, fox okay um i'm fairly certain that in order for it to get made they would the king estate would have had to license martin luther king's likeness or something like that however um, it really just seems to have been made as a uh, kind of after school pro- or during school thing. endeavor, I guess. Like, I don't even, that's the thing. You know, I should have tried to do a little more research into how this fucker got actually made, but there's not much out there to be honest. Like even upon quickly looking, it's probably, um, it's probably, yeah, just meant to be sort of, I, which, which all, all the more, schools. all the more makes me think that um, Deke Entertainment and intellectual properties worldwide means Deke Entertainment and the United States government. Yeah, it's it's done through Deke and a cutout and a in a fucking shell core. Yeah, exactly. Like absolutely. What, like, what is that? Come on. Like no, intellectual. This was property. made by. This was produced by the FBI. Is who it was made by. Uh, they literally wanted to make a movie that was yeah. like, hey, he he had to die. I mean, there's there's so many significant parts of it. Uh, if you if you think about now and the the, the George Floyd uprisings and a sort of sort of living in this era as well as the COVID era and several several back to back crises in the states, uh, 
I remember specifically Nancy Pelosi saying that George Floyd made a sacrifice for us all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when George Floyd yeah. nailed himself to the cross Same and vibes. made that man kneel on his fucking neck until he died. Yeah. And and the police like did it like like a week later, same thing, beat for beat, complete with the guy smiling into the camera as he did it. A whole different guy that, that isn't that officer. Right. Uh, and that's the thing. Uh, literally, literally nothing has changed. Doesn't mean nothing can change. But uh, look at where people's messages get uh, basically taken from them. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, even be, you know, you don't even get dignity in death. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is that is the that is the flip side of the coin of of lionizing a person. Mm-hmm. It's it's that Martin Luther King can effectively be used as not just a cudgel, but the singus, the single biggest cudgel against anyone wanting anything better when it is uh when his life. And his actions uh, are sort of weaponized by uh, <laughs> people who want to control those terms. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, it's not going away. Uh, you you sort of you sort of need to. I don't know if you need to watch this movie. It's not like what we're showing you. Goat. I mean, if you have an hour it's, to kill, you can. It's not like it's not like you're watching Goatsy or something. But you can spend longer. You spend longer listening to this. Yeah, go on YouTube. Yeah, yeah this just get over there. Our our world is just full of charlatans trying to to, <laughs> to soft sell you mm-hmm. on the better way forward. Mm-hmm. And do you you need you need your own people, and you need your guts and you need morality you when i say guts like your gut instinct you need you need to try to reconcile the fact people might be trying to take you for a ride and i'm not saying that was the aim of this specifically but if it isn't uh i don't know what the fuck it is (laughs) uh on that note uh No message. Nobody here. knows. Nobody. Yeah. No moral. <laughs> no moral. No moral. This, this movie uh, is fucking. Oh, no moral other than the FBI killed. Uh, the FBI uh, murdered FBI, Martin Luther King. Yeah. Martin Luther King. Uh, they also referenced JFK in this movie, which I thought was funny. They because JFK, yes. they referenced JFK bailing MLK out of with um, uh, Bull Connor, the like Alabama, Alabama commissioner. And it's like, oh, yeah, time- how'd that work out? How'd that work out for you, JFK? <laughs> The, the one time they actually they actually cite like something specifically and they have a little placard under his name and everything right right Paul Connor, yeah and it's for that really <laughs> it's, tenuous it's just so it's just so you know like i wonder uh, it's so weird how those both of those guys ended up shot by a mysterious rifleman yeah it's fucking crazy i mean <laughs> but that but that's how that's how the cookie crumbles uh, <laughs> yeah yeah no uh the, the, we see it now. Uh, the DHS, DHS and the FBI uh, specifically worked against Black Lives Matter activists and other activists, mm-hmm. uh, much in the way they did in COINTELPRO of the past. Yeah, and these are grassroots people that just showed up, and yep. yeah, there was a sudden outbreak of every time you had a Ferguson uh, person with an iconic photo. They ended up in the back of a police car, magically yeah. nightcrawling a fucking gun into their hand and blowing their own brains out. Yeah, exactly. they kept ending up in, murdered in police trunks. And this is a, a no good one knows what happened. Or a good side note to say that when we get Eliza back, we will do an infosec episode, a DIY infosec episode. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. they are coming to kill you. Yeah, they're coming to kill us all. Uh, <laughs> the upshot is there are more of us than there are of them. Uh, to that end, uh, never despair. Never. No, I had a side note. Oh, Ruben, side, side note, note for you. Ruben, side, side note. note. Uh, I came back from getting my concealed carry weapons permit today. That's what's up. He said he has uh, the clicky. Ruben's pack. So that shit's like that shit's not even like a hundred dollars. <laughs> didn't take that. Didn't take very long. I take it. It's uh, about four <laughs> hours, and then you're ready to go. 
All right. Congratulations. Do Did not you have do to take a written files. test. So we're gonna just try one out the desk here. Concealed desk file. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I really hate that you're you're using you're using the guns clacking uh, motion for an exclamation point. Yeah, that's pretty good. He he quite literally has that thing on him. Uh all right, yeah. Good job to Ruben for getting a gun. Uh never despair. Never uh never give in. Yeah. Uh, keep don't don't go back in time to get yourself killed. Never be caught lacking. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This Same has thing. been this has been uh, this has been Michelle Perez, Jake, Buddy Rubin, <laughs> uh, Spectral Eliza Gager, and this has been working on it. Click clack. My mama's home cooking is hot, tasty, and unsegregated. Martin. <laughs> <laughs> Clip that shit. Clip that shit. <laughs>